This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Oh my gosh. Uh, Lily James and Dominic West. When we don't hear anything from them, we have to fill in the blanks ourselves. And sources help us do that on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And a source is speaking. Yeah, so we're finally hearing from Lily James. Lily James, of course, the one of the two of this, uh, you know, I don't know, love fest in Italy. Um, who hasn't yet responded. But today, we are now learning, exclusive from Us Weekly, that Lily James has an opinion about what happened. For the first time ever, we're now hearing about it, but through a source, because, of course, she can't just come out and speak openly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, for those of you who don't remember, they made out in Milan, Dominic West and Lily James, that is, of course. Um. Dominic James responded by, like, forcing his wife to kiss him in public and then wrote, like, a hostage note, and she had to go show it to the paparazzi, and then... So like, awkward. Look at me, I'm fine, everything's fine, we're all, we're all good. So awkward. But the other woman in this case has not responded. However, Us Weekly is now saying that a source is talking to them in the new issue. Quote, um, and this is quoting them, not the source, we'll get to that, um... The kisses seen around the world. Lily James wasn't happy when photos of her and Dominic West cuddling up together made headlines earlier this month. Okay. Well, she wasn't happy? Then why was she doing it? Um, In public, nevertheless. No less. No less. The source says Dominic and his wife wanted to put up a united front, but Lily James and... uh, Dominic's wife, Catherine Fitzgerald, were both horrified by the pictures. The source adds, it has strained Lily and Dominic's working and personal relationship, too. Okay, pause. Okay. What? The fact that the pictures were released is what strained their working Yeah, this is essentially the source is saying she was horrified when the photos went public. Like everything would be just fine if it weren't for that crazy Maybe paparazzi you shouldn't, with the like, camera. Stick your tongue down a guy's throat who's married in public. Um again, the source added that it has strained Lily and Dominic's working and personal relationship too. Okay, so there's an actual um, oh, there's a whole other word for this. Do you know what that word is? It's what? one word. Dumb? Uh, it's one word, and it's something that some people apparently are not acquainted with. It starts Reality? with a C, and it ends with consequences. Consequences. These are consequences, right? This is like the consequence of the action. Yeah, so again, just to remind you, um, they packed on the PDA in Rome. Those photos were published by the Daily Mail. A week later, additional photos from their trip emerged. In the second round of photos, they had their arms around each other as they prepared to leave Rome. Again, 
let's just be clear, they were having an affair mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in public. Mm-hmm. We saw it, mm-hmm. and now they're mad. Well, she's horrified mm-hmm. that those photos were made public. I'm sure she is horrified right. because right. because she looks like the other woman. Well, and, and this, this story is trying to make paint her like some sort of victim. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Also, but to just but to to couch it in the way to say Dominic and his wife wanted to put up a united front, um, but the thirty-one-year-old actress that is Lily James and Catherine Fitzgerald, his wife, were both horrified by the pictures. Oh. So Dominic and his wife wanted to look like everything was okay, but the pictures proved otherwise. Mm-hmm. So who, I, again, I'm still confused. Who are you actually upset with? Each other? Right. Because it's not like anybody did anything wrong here other than Lily James and Dominic West. Right? Like the paparazzi did their job. Mm -hmm. Like, are we supposed to just like look the other way when you see two celebrities who, by the way, are on a working on a project together? And by the way, one of them is married. Like, you're just supposed to look the other way. Um, What publication is this in? Us Weekly. Okay. But what it tells us is, you know, um, it's Us Weekly, and it's an exclusive source. Right. It's Lily James. So is it, though, Lily James? Like, the source says Dominic and his wife wanted to put up a united front. It's uh, Literally, these are the words. It's such a weird, twisted thing. Dominic and his wife wanted to put up a united front, the source says. But the 31-year-old actress, Lily James... And Dominic West's wife, Catherine Fitzgerald, were both horrified by the picture. The source adds, it has strained Lily and Dominic's working and personal relationship, too. So, to me, what I hear there is is somebody who wants to paint him as the bad guy in the story and make Lily James be an object of our um, pity in the same way we would be pitying his wife. Do you see what I'm saying? Like... He wanted to show, like, to to portray a united front between him and his wife, but both Lily James and the wife were horrified. It's like putting them on the same side as though they've been manipulated by this sexy man beast. Yeah, because, you know, they're just duped women. Right. And now, and now it's straining their work relationship. Yeah, those poor women, they just suffered at the hands of this Lothario. Yeah, I don't buy that. No, That's I don't. Trash. So basically, Lily James, you still need to do your job, and your job is to come out and say something about this because until you do, people are going to continue to ask you about this. And if any, any, this is the problem in Hollywood. No reporters are willing to ask tough questions anymore because, just like politicians, they're afraid of you know losing their access to these people. Mm-hmm. So um, I ain't no journalist, but somebody needs to ask her. So, what about making out with a married man who you're also working with? That's kind of odd. Tell me more. Right? Okay. And also, somebody just, at some point, because this will just continue to go on, there will be speculation and and exclusive sources, until somebody sits down and does a one-on-one interview with Oprah. (laughs) Yeah. Or Wendy Williams. Yeah. Oh, God. Or Ellen DeGeneres. Let's hope it's not. Uh, I mean, but yes, again, the moral of the story is she needs to talk about it and not just through a source in Us Weekly. Right. It's not going to help anyone. Well, yes, he needs to talk about it, too, frankly.
but well, she but really he, does. at least he's addressed that's right? true he didn't address it head on but at least he acknowledged it by saying my wife and i are totally fine nothing to see here i mean she literally is just like beep doop 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 right See, to me, I have this whole, like, side story going on in my mind that, like, he said to Lily James, like, don't worry, I'll manage it. It'll be fine, you know? And, like, did this weird, like, who, that was the most ill-advised thing, that whole scene. The, uh, I, I increasingly just believe that they didn't think they were going to get caught when they were doing it, so yeah. they were totally caught off guard. I mean, I tend to want to think when we see people being snapped by paparazzi, they generally want us to know these things. But just from the way the story has played out, I imagine that um, they really were shocked and he has been trying to do damage control by making it look like everything's okay and didn't talk directly because he knew people would just ask questions that he would not be able to answer truthfully, Mm -hmm. right? So instead he has his wife write a letter and like show it at people. It's just so So bizarre, you guys. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to pull the gooper scoopers together because Gwyneth Paltrow is talking. She's saying some stuff, and we got to talk about what she's saying after this on My Talk 1071. We got to get the gooper scoopers together on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Whenever we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow and the weird things that drop out of her mouth, we call ourselves the gooper scoopers. Here come the goopers, goopers. They are gonna find you stuff that's dumb on goopers, 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 goopers. That's just what they do. Goopers, 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 goopers. There's always stupid stuff on goopers. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow, she just can't help herself. She really can't. So, in a People magazine piece, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is um, talking about her daughter now. This all came as part of her appearance at a virtual Adobe Max conference on Wednesday when one wonders what Gwyneth Paltrow, her children, and Adobe Max have in common. But people were curious. So PDF they sh- files? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so they showed up for this Adobe Max conference yesterday, and she shared something about her daughter, well, that just made my eyes roll out of my damn head mm. so get your audible eye rolls ready america because frankly um you're gonna need them by that i mean jeez. Oh, mm-hmm. here's why so the headline was and this is what caught me gwyneth paltrow says daughter apple aged 16 has a quote beautiful sense of entitlement it's not spoiled Mm-mm. Okay, so I thought, oh, of course, her daughter's not spoiled. Her daughter is beautifully entitled. That is the conscious uncoupling version of spoiled rotten. And how do I know this? Well, in this talk that she gave, she shared that Apple and her generation, that is Apple's generation, again, Apple's 16, so the 16-year-old and her her fellow youth have a non-traditional sense of entitlement that she believes will usher in a new era of workplace equality. So her (laughs) 16-year-old daughter and her daughter's friends are going to usher in a new era of workplace equality, quote, and, and I love how she backs her way into basically saying, like, my daughter is spoiled rotten, quote, We're laying the groundwork for the change, Paltrow said, when asked about female representation in the entertainment industry. Uh, blah, blah, blah. She goes on to talk about the Me Too movement. These are all valid things, right? The patriarchy. Mm-hmm. But then she goes on to, to 
relate that back to her own daughter. By the time my daughter is in the workforce, those girls are not going to stand for it. When I see my daughter with her friends, they're so empowered. Okay, like, I'm there for that, right? Like, I hope you are empowering your daughters to not take any... Mm -hmm. I almost said that word. (gasps) Bleep. Because you just don't want young women or young men, for that matter, to take anybody else's bleep. It's time to just leave the bleep to the side anyway. She continues. They have, and I mean this word in the best way possible, a sense of entitlement that's beautiful. It's not spoiled. They're here for what the boys are getting to get, too. I find it very uplifting and heartening that we all seem to be going in this direction together. I'll reiterate. Mm -hmm. They have, and I mean this word in the best way possible, a sense of entitlement that's beautiful. It's not spoiled. Okay, so oh, here's really? here's the thing about if you find yourself having to say, and I've we've all gotten ourselves into this trap, right? Having to say, I mean this word in the best way possible, you're probably using the wrong word. Yeah. Because I think the word empowerment is what she was going for. But when you use the word entitled, that is, there's a negative connotation with that. And you don't want a person, you don't want any human to be entitled. That's not a good move. No, and she's saying entitled, not spoiled. She's saying spoiled. Right. So her daughter is most certainly spoiled because she comes from a highly privileged family yeah. experience and background, probably isn't even aware of her own entitlement. Right? Like, so, of course, Gwyneth Paltrow would never apply the word spoiled to her own child, as most parents probably... Mm-hmm. Well, mm, I don't know. I, I'm i pretty sure I can hear my dad saying I'm oh, spoiled. I use that word for my kids all the time. Yeah, like, when you they, children when, have no idea! When they, yeah, when they take a certain attitude, yeah. which I can't fault them for, right? Because they know what they know, and you have to point it out when they're acting in a way that's not the way... that's appropriate to act. So I will say to them, because it's in words that they understand, I'll say to them, you're acting spoiled right now. Are you spoiled? Is that what you want people to think of you? Yeah. And are you spoiled? Because then I better quit that also. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She does talk about how she feels a bit uneasy about the advantage that some kids of famous parents can have in Hollywood. Implication, not hers. Uh Of course. Well, she does it right. That's why I think it's so important to raise a kid that has a work ethic and whose values are aligned with yours. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Or with their own sense of who they are, etc. Because the truth of the matter is, the doors can be open for you, but if you think about all the people who try and it doesn't happen. 
Wait, what? I need you to say that again because that sounded like word salad. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. That's like, I want why cucumbers I... and ranch on that. Not Holly. No. Uh, that's why I think it's so important to raise a kid that has a work ethic and whose values are aligned with yours or with their own sense of who they are, etc. Because the truth of the matter is the doors can be open for you. But if you think about all the people who try and it doesn't happen. I don't know what I think I she's maybe saying happening. like is she smelling toast? <laughs> my daughter um is going to have a lot of privilege um but some people don't. I don't know. I don't know. I really really don't know. I just I hate when I hear people like Gwyneth Paltrow tell me why they don't why the why the criticisms that we have of privileged children don't apply to her children, right? Like or that privileged people. I would like I am I am trying to raise I am trying to be the thing that we are obviously that we obviously are. Can I just say like I have a lot of conversations with other parents, right? That's yeah. like makes up a good part of my support circle, my sure. network, right? Yeah. And we have a lot of conversations and very often those conversations sound like I had really wanted to do blank as a parent, and I don't feel like I'm doing blank as well as I wanted to. Yeah. Or, um, I made a mistake here in in my in parenting this child, and I need to figure out how to repair it or correct it. Right. That's like the majority of conversations I have with other parents, and so when I hear Gwyneth Paltrow talk about all the things she is doing right as a parent i there's i'm suspicious of it i find it to be a little too rehearsed i want to i want to hear from her like where did you intend to do something and maybe it's not showing up that way instead of spinning what you've what what the results of what you've done into something entirely positive do you do you see what i mean yeah like to try to convince me that there's a beauty to the entitlement that her child has versus saying apple feels entitled she um, i hope it will serve her in this way at some point but she's got a sense of entitlement that makes me want to quote blank. i've really i really have tried to not just hand them things I think it's really been interesting to be Apple's mother because as she's come into her own, it's almost like, you know, it's like watching her harness her own power. And with every passing year, I'm just like, what is this child here to do? Wow. Jeez. Neat. (laughs) Do you think that she has the power of gray skull and that's what she's trying to harness? It could be. It could be. She could be trying to harness the power of gray skull. If I were Gwyneth Paltrow, I'd be like, (laughs) <laughs> when we come back, have time. we've got celebrities <laughs> behaving badly to tell you about. We call them D-bags. We're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 107.1. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to call them out on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Turn on my mic. Hi. I wondered why you weren't talking to me. <laughs> we call them D-Bags. D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your bag of well, D-Bags? It was Shonda 
of rhymes, but like the more I think about this, the more you guys build a good case for this not being super d baggy. But there's just something about it that just doesn't sit right with me. All right, tell us what this is about. So the story is, so as we all know, I think it was in 2017, Shonda Rhimes broke her contract with ABC and took a contract with Netflix. Um, And so all of the, you know, Shondaland, uh, future Shondaland productions will happen through Netflix. Um, But she told the story of why that is in the October issue of The Hollywood Reporter. And it goes like this. And these are her words. Uh, she, uh, well, this, these are the words of the article in The Hollywood Reporter. As part of her ABC relationship, Rhymes had been given an all-inclusive pass to Disneyland. And without a partner, she'd negotiated a second that she gave to her nanny. But on a particular day, she needed one for her sister, too. She'd be taking Rhymes's teenage daughter while the nanny chaperoned the two younger. If the passes had been interchangeable, Rhymes would have been happy to give up hers. When, she, when would she have time to go to Disneyland anyway? But after some unwanted back and forth, quote, we never do this, she was told more than once, Rhymes was issued an additional pass. But when her daughters arrived in Anaheim, only one of the passes worked. Rhymes lobbed a call to a high-ranking executive at the company. Surely he would get this sorted. Instead, the executive allegedly replied, don't you have enough? And then they lay out in this article that I read that the pass was valued at $154. And then after that, Rhymes, Shonda Rhimes hung up with the executive, called her lawyer, and said, get me over to Netflix stat. And I guess I just like something about that just sat funny. Like, sure, the exact the executive was acting like a d bag, also, but like all of that over a one hundred fifty four dollar um, pass when you are Shondaland, like that's like ten dollars in Colleen Lindstrom money. It's not yeah. even. It's like five dollars. I think it's probably just that that was that was an illustration of the straw that broke the camel's back. That she had already felt like she had been so. Um, I, I I remember reading something yesterday. It was not this particular article, but um, maybe it was this Hollywood Reporter piece. But where you know she just talked about how she felt like she was just so hemmed in. And really didn't have the creative freedom that she wanted. And this had just sort of been building over time. And so I think this one sort of slight maybe just was like, okay, you know what? This is clearly not the place that is going to help me be the best me, right? So maybe my D-bag is actually the reports of this. Because the way it's being reported, it sounds like this was like... It, there, it's not being reported like it was the straw that broke the camel's back. It's being reported like, you know, she was like, get me to Netflix over this. You know what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't it doesn't tell the story. The reports don't tell the story like it was a cum- cumulative thing. And this was like the last piece that made her feel unappreciated. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, and I think with the report, because it is, you're right, Colleen, it's like the reports of the reports of the reports each report loses the subtlety of the actual story because in the first report where it was the executive allegedly responded, don't you have enough where it was like, Oh, right. Oh, okay. Executive. Right. Like, you know, to your point, Colleen in regular person money, it's like $10. Right. But it was like, no, that's not the point here. The point here is that we have this agreement and I would like this agreement to be fulfilled. And you're coming at me with this attitude that I should be just grateful that I'm working with you. 
Well, mm-hmm. that attitude, no, thank you. I'm going to go over net- to Netflix and I'm going to collect my hundreds of millions of dollars. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. So in the Hollywood Reporter that this Jezebel article is referencing, it says um, Shonda Rhimes was tired of battles. She was producing 70 hours of annual television in 256 territories. She was making tens of millions of dollars for herself and more than, wait for it, $2 billion for Disney. And she was still having to battle ABC. They would push. She would push push back. This was over budget, over content, over an ad that she and the stars of her series Grey's Anatomy made for a then-presidential nominee Hillary Clinton. So I think by the time this, this, you know, like, I can't even be bothered to let your kid go to Disney thing, um, I'm sure she was like, yeah, why am I fighting all of this? Mm -hmm. For what? When I can... Literally, the conversation that she relates that she had with um, the guy over at Netflix, I think it was a guy anyway, um, she was like, look, I'm not giving you another Grey's Anatomy. He was like, okay. And she's like, and I'm not doing this. And he's like, I mean, I didn't ask you for that. And then she's like, yeah, but I'm certainly not going to be doing these things for you. And he's like, "I, okay. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, okay. So I want to work for you now. And they were like, great. I Let's mean, do it. Like... I am definitely turning around here um, because, you know, the t- I think there's something very relatable in that part of the story that, like, you will find yourself in a situation where you have been producing and producing and producing, and that's not necessarily being honored or appreciated in the best way. And when somebody else says, no, like, that's not, I didn't want you for all of those things. I didn't yeah. want you for all of the you know, things that are valued in the place where you are. I want you for this other thing. And you're like, it's hard to break that chain for yourself. So, okay, I turned around, guys. ABC is the D-bag. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you. I knew there was a D-bag somewhere. We just had to rifle through it. We just had to get there. We just had to dig through the pile, the D-bag pile. Ooh, we found Um, the nugget. Yay! I've got the nugget for you. Don't worry. Who's the nugget your is named Jesse J and Channing Tatum, otherwise known as Jadum. Do you remember these two? I do. I do. So apparently, I thought they were done. Well, no, you thought they were not done. I can't remember what where we were with them. So they were on again because you'll remember they were off again. Yeah, oh yeah, and then they after got on. They again. were originally on again, okay. but once they were off again, they were then back on again. But oh here's gosh. a headline, Jesse J declares herself single after yet another split from Channing Tatum. They seemingly reconciled back in April, but Jesse J has confirmed that she is back on the market. <laughs> Captioning a post on Instagram, which was a video of herself twerking Wednesday, Ooh. she captioned that post, single life in a pandemic is crystal ball emoji. What? I don't know what that means, but a source told E! News, probably Jesse J, that the couple called it quits months ago. And you'll remember that months ago is not very long after the months ago we were told that those two were last together because just around the time of Channing Tatum's 40th birthday, she wrote, happy 40th to the special man. You're truly one of a kind. I'm so grateful you were born and even more grateful that we met. And days later, they were photographed riding a motorcycle together. Mm. So they were back on, but now they're back off. And something tells me before the end of the year, they'll be back on again. Is there a website for this? I don't know, but there should be. Like... Is Abe Pagoda wanna, dead? Is Jesse J and Channing Tatum together, still a thing? Like, I wish I could just ask Siri. Like, hey Siri, are Channing Tatum and Jesse J together or apart? And then she would just tell me so that I 
can go on with my life. It was just weeks prior uh, that a source told E! News Channing and Jesse had broken up because they were better off as friends. But are they? That just tells me that, um, I don't know, somebody's doing drugs. Can I also just say, like, I don't think I don't think that you can be in a couple and then, like, flip the switch to friendship like that. No, I, I generally, as a rule, don't think that that works. I think um, that's just lies that people right. tell themselves. But right. I'm a jaded human being, and I don't think you can have a best friend. So don't take relationship advice from me. Um, I will say... That we've not heard anything from Channing Tatum other than you might remember. Gosh, didn't he do something weird on his Instagram? Well, he was like half naked and he was working on his fitness again. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. We saw the whole. Oh, yeah. We saw the results of that. You know who I think he needs to team up with? Uh, Now I forgot his name. Doctor. Alien guy? Yes. No. Oh, yes. What was his Don't name again? I already Holly. forgot. Doctor David Greer. Stephen Greer. Stephen Greer. I think that I think that that is in the future. I think we are going to see well a partnership between Channing Tatum and Doctor Stephen Greer. I th- the alien. Think doctor. you should also remember that he has previously had a relationship with that Raya thing. Well, that's just the elite dating app. Right? I know, but that's like another cockamamie scheme that people are trying to get you to. His was waste your time and money on. His was an astrology app that he downloaded yeah. and he got freaked out about the fact that this app was <laughs> reading so his future. Remember that? But it was like it was but called. he wasn't really freaked out about it. No. He was pretend he was, freaking out about it so actor. that you would you would also be freaked out about it. Mm-hmm. See, that's why I think this this whole UFO experience that um that Demi Lovato is involved in, and we think Miley Cyrus is going to get involved with. I feel like it, this is like right up Channing Tatum's yeah. alley right now. Yeah, and he needs attention, right, all the time. Oh boy, he just... can tell me about it shirtless. I'm fine with okay. that. Mm-hmm. I would just like to submit that for review. Thank you. Thank you. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show for a change, we actually have somebody who's acting the opposite of a d bag. We have an anti D bag. After this, on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. So, you know, sometimes I know we get a little D bag heavy and we uh, tell you all about the rotten, terrible things that celebrities are doing. But here's like an anti D bag. So I don't actually know this person, but Bradley, I know you're a fan of a comedian by the name of Alan Carr. Mm-hmm. And he's also Adele's BFF. So yeah, they go way back. So how would I know Alan Carr? You wouldn't know Alan Carr. Most people in the United States don't know Alan Carr, but he's a com- I mean, they might maybe have come across his comedy. I know he's appeared um, in some American things. I just I can't remember off the top of my head. But anyway, in the UK, he's a, you know, big, hilarious comedian. He used to have his own comedy talk show called Chatty Man, um, which aired like I think as recently as 2016 and. If you ever want to get lost in a YouTube spiral, he has literally interviewed every American celebrity. Um, So if you want to watch him interview celebrities and he gets drunk with them, like he has like a bar. Mm -hmm. Um, So he was kind of like, I don't know, Andy Andy Cohen Cohen before Andy Cohen. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, you went oh, there. Okay. I did. Just saying, I think Andy Cohen may have taken a page out of the Ellen Carr playbook. Um, and one of his most fun guests is Adele because they're buddy buddy and like whenever she would be on his show I mean they just talk about the dumb things they get up to and literally it's their laughter is infectious so so they're they actually you know have a true friendship and she even officiated his wedding um I believe in like 2018 maybe in LA I think yeah um and she like dressed up I mean she looks very Moira Rose from uh Bleeps Creek like she's got like the whole robe on and you know whatever anyway you can tell that they've got like this sort of fun loving friendship so he was being interviewed and um at the end of the interview he was being interviewed by a, a talk show called Lorraine in the UK and toward the end of the conversation he was asked about can you guess her weight of course he was asked about Adele's weight loss and he basically was like you guys shut up um, he said, quote, all we seem to talk about right now is her weight loss, which is actually which actually slightly annoys me because we forget about her huge, wonderful singing talent. But every time she posts a picture, it makes headline news. I know. I know. I think she's always been gorgeous with those eyes and those lips. I mean, he's like saying the truth about Adele. She's a beautiful woman. And you know, people are preoccupied with her size. They said with Adele, you sort of miss the point if you're worried about what size knickers she wears, because it's the voice. It's that inspirational, awesome voice. And he said that uh, fans should only start caring if Adele's voice gets skinny. But let's not talk about her body, because that's not what matters. Adele is the voice. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, and again, they're friends that you would expect that a friend is going to stand up th- for their friend and yeah. he sees her, you know, as more than just like her body. But obviously we're obsessed with all the wrong things in the world. Well, you know, what's really funny about that is so because we've ragged on the Daily Mail most notably because they're the worst about this. Um, but we've ragged on the Daily Mail and other and other rags for um, always including like it could be about Adele I don't know, doing something amazing for charity. Yeah. And the headline will involve her figure. You know, it'll say something like, you know, Adele shows off Adele skinny goes, new body. Well, it'll be like Adele goes to get the mail showing off her stellar new figure. Right. Like it's, okay. it's the, I think it's, she just went out to get the mail, exactly. but okay. Oh, flaunting. Mm-hmm. Well, that's mm. the thing. So it's funny because I had, I had originally the Daily Mail was going to be my, um, my d-bag again today in this last segment because they did it again with kelly osborne so kelly osborne is like the new adele where now every time kelly osborne does anything it's all about her 85 pound weight loss and it literally was an article about her i think it was about her going to get the mail or something something just pedestrian that everybody does 
during the day. And the headline had something to do with her flaunting her 85 pound weight loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As she was walking somewhere. Because people have, you know, again, they don't have enough time to actually be that thoughtful. They're literally taking photographs and somebody is sitting at on a computer reacting to those photographs and they have to create an article. They're not going to spend any time looking at anything in that person's life that's actually meaningful or deep because that would take them away from what they have to get done, which mm-hmm. is, you know, produce content. So they're like, well, she still uh, had that gastric sleeve procedure. So, mm-hmm. so bizarre. On the topic of Adele, I do just want to say this. Again, she is hosting Saturday Night Live on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I did read uh, an article about the fact that people are still bothering her for new music, but that earlier in the pandemic, and I'm just telling you a conspiracy theory, not a conspiracy theory, but like a theory that some fans have. Yeah. Early in the pandemic, she was like, leave me alone, just wear your mask or something like that. Like, stay home, stay safe, uh, you know, musical come, don't worry about it. Well, there is a fan theory that maybe just maybe her appearance on Saturday night live will coincide with the release of some new music prepare to be disappointed. Oh yeah. I mean, because I mean, that probably won't, that happen. wouldn't make any sense because she would be the musical guest. One would think, right. right? Yeah. But apparently this is, I mean, so again, she's not the musical guest. Her is the musical guest. So Adele is hosting her is the musical guest. H-E-R is the name. Yes. Um, so she won't be... But I do wonder if she'll be singing. I'm sure they'll make her sing at some point. You think like, they would actually make her... Not perform, okay. but like in a sketch. Like there will be something to do with her voice. Yeah. Right? You almost have to with Adele. Yeah. Have you seen the picture of her at the table read for... Um, uh, it's so it's so funny. It's just cute. You know, she's like sitting at the table. She's got her mask on. She is wearing head to toe denim. Yeah, it is a full blown. What is that called when you wear head to toe Canadian tuxedo? Yeah, she's it's like an it's like an updated Canadian tuxedo. But she apparently this has been a dream of hers to host Saturday Night Live. And she said that the um she said, why not? Like, isn't 2020 the year you should just like jump in feet first and pray for the best or something like that. And there she is at her table read uh, in her head. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see how she, I mean, she's a very funny person, you know, it's always a test though. at Saturday night live to see, can you translate, you know, your humor into like what TV requires of you. Some, and it can be like the thing about Saturday night live is there have been wonderful, like great actors who have been hosts on Saturday night live who have bombed. Mm -hmm. And there have been people, there have been musicians who have hosted that have been amazing. Um, and, and athletes like people you would not necessarily expect to be so good in those roles. And some of it probably is writing, but some of it just probably is like comfort level and raw talent. And you're right. She's a hilarious person. So Hopefully, you know, hopefully we get to see that fun loving side of her um, on Saturday Night Live. Are you going to watch? Um, I won't watch live, but I'll, I'll, you know, Sunday. Read the report of the report. I'll look at clips. Yeah. Yeah. I will probably watch live because that's. That's what you guys do. That's what we do. Although I will. Well, well I was going to say that is if we are not watching the new Borat movie, which is coming out tomorrow. 
on Amazon Prime. Yeah, because there are some scenes in that movie that are making headlines. Oh, really? Yeah. I hadn't heard about it. Yeah, you know, a little little internet gossip. Mm -hmm. But I'll say what has been seen cannot be unseen. That is true. And apparently it's just a sliver of what's to come. Oh, Bradley, I didn't want to know that it was just a sliver. Of what's to come. Um, No, Brad! (laughs) Um... Okay, well, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I'm gonna. I would like to talk to you about something. Oh, okay, that's probably a good thing. And that cause... is the uh, bacon wrapped Oreos. What? That's a thing. Apparently, it's a thing. And bacon I'm... wrapping an Oreo. Bacon wrapped Oreos. Oh, I don't know. And um, yeah, I know that is the right answer. Okay. Uh, bacon wrapped Oreos are actually a thing, and uh, we're gonna take everybody's temperature on whether or not. I'm gonna tell you how to make them. Because it's a homemade experience. Oh, okay. This is not something you go out and purchase. All right. I will tell you how to make them. We will have a virtual taste test of them. Like, would you actually want to taste this? Oh, got it. Virtually. We're not actually tasting. No, okay. I didn't make them. All right. Six five one six four one one zero seven one bacon wrapped Oreos. Yay or nay? Yes or? Bleh. We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit shipped.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.